Welcome to the Confident Close Her podcast, the podcast where we help established online coaches, consultants, and sellers master human behavior sales techniques, break free from the dated, ineffective, and just plain wrong sales strategies, create radical revenue leaps, and break through to multi six and seven figures. I'm your host, Ann Keeney, and my mission is to teach online high performing female coaches and sellers how to win at the game of sales using selling techniques that work with human behavior. Because we know that a business that doesn't make plenty of money is a die in business. So take off those boxing gloves, stop fighting for your sales, because in 30 minutes or less, I'll show you how to pour rocket fuel onto your strategies, pull in way more profit, and close up to 90% of your sales, authentically, humanely, and consistently. Let's get down to business. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode. I'm actually um, recording this in advance because um, all last week, if you listened to last week's podcast, um, I was on CEO week. Uh, I take the last week of every single month off for CEO week. I'm very blessed and fortunate to have built a business model that allows me to do that without anything suffering. So, so much love to my team because they just handle things and they're amazing and they're awesome and they allow me to do this. So, um, this part, this episode is also being recorded because uh, normally I would be back by this Monday right now, but um, at the time that you're listening to this, but I'm not because in the, in the States here, it is Labor Day holiday. And so I got that extra day. Um, and I just wrapped up the weekend or I will be wrapping up the weekend by the time you listen to this for my birthday. So a lot of cool things happening during the CEO week, getting an extra day. So a week and a day, really cool, but I didn't want to miss a podcast. So I was really inspired actually, because I saw this conversation on Facebook, um, And actually, I get a lot of my inspiration either from my clients, like the conversations in our programs, or conversations happening online. And that's where so much of my content is fueled. And um, I saw this conversation about, you know, someone asking uh, low ticket versus high ticket and like what's the, you know, the pros and cons and like you know, um, wanted to just get people's feedback. And I was like, oh, this is such my jam because I love, 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 love talking about this topic because I think that I have such a, I've been in business, right? 20 years, not trying to age myself, but I've been in this online space for 20 years. And I started this business before a lot of anybody here today existed. Like they were not here in this online space back when I started, unless you're sitting here and you started 20 years ago. Um, 20 years ago, you know, I stood in a pool of a lot of millionaires and um, they they pretty much led the way, right? Um, there wasn't, back then, 20 years ago, there was not a lot of coaches per se in the online space, right? There was a handful or two of very, very, very powerful, influential leaders that really uh, dominated the space, right? And so coming into that, uh, especially if you know about my childhood, um, you know, it was very intimidating and definitely some insecurities there. But coming into that space, you know, um, it, it was pretty much me against them, right? It was, there just was not a lot of, there wasn't a lot of coaches and the coaches that existed were very successful, very powerful, very influential, 
um, very reputable. They were like the brands, right? And so if you weren't one of them, you didn't really exist. You had to really work hard to, uh, to show up against these people, right? And again, if you were here 20 years ago, building your coaching business online, um, you know who those people were 20 years ago. Uh, today, it's flooded, right? The online, I mean, you can just wake up one morning and be like, I'm going to be a coach. And you can create a Facebook profile and start selling services and claiming to be whatever. Um, and we have a lot of that. We have a lot of people who have absolutely no business trying to sell the thing they're trying to sell because they've never done it. They're not doing it. And they have almost no experience in it. And, uh, you know, I get it. They're trying to make a way for themselves. But, you know, at the end of the day, you just, the, the market is flooded. And there's a lot of people, um, you know, and I'm not saying everybody, a lot of people with good intentions. And we have other people that they just don't care, right? They're just, they're out to make money and they'll rip you off and they'll lie to you and they'll uh, be out, be operate out of integrity and, and all the things, right? And it is what it is. And that's not what this episode is about. But, you know, when I started in this place, in this online space, I started in low ticket because that's all my mindset could get around. You know, um, I was very insecure. I definitely was not even remotely close to the pool of the influencers leading the way. Um, I didn't know what I was doing, right? This was very new to me there was not all this information online like there is today. Again, go back 20 years ago. Um, we didn't have all this information. We didn't have all these people. We didn't have all this free stuff. We didn't have all these choices and options and like all this data and all this, um, you know, free things that everybody's given away. And there wasn't all these coaches and there wasn't all of this. 20 years ago, there was like 20 people leading the path and then me, right? Like that was that, like there just wasn't all of this. and. Um, it was slim picket, right? So you really had to pave your own path. You really had to get scrappy as a motherfucker and you had to figure shit out, right? I always say today when people are like, oh, I just don't know. And I'm like, stop, cut it out because everything is free access on the internet. Go Google it, go do your research, go do your due diligence, put some effort into it. Don't come to me and tell me you can't figure something out because, oh my God, there's just, there's a plethora of nonstop information and you have free access to it. Go figure it out. You need to be resourceful. If I can be resourceful 20 years ago and there was practically nothing out there, I mean, you had to pay for everything. There was nothing free back then. Um, you were very lucky to get anything free. So if I could do it back then as an uneducated, super insecure, very PTSD, anxiety driven, very traumatic life, but please go figure it out. You can figure anything out today. Um, we have 15, 14, 13 year old kids who are multimillionaires. There's no excuse anymore, right? So I don't, I don't pity excuses. I think it's uh, cheap and I think it's lame and I think it is an easy way out. And I think it's just an excuse because you don't want to do the work, period. You don't need to love that. I don't care. Um, that's the truth because I come from the worst case scenario. And I figured this shit out and I, I, I made my own way. I didn't depend and rely on anybody. I just did it. I did what I had to do and I didn't make excuses. I just did it. Um, I had nothing to lose. And, you know, most people, they have this long list of all the reasons they can't do what they want to do. And it's like, you know what? Why don't you just get honest with yourself? Chances are you probably don't want that because if you did, you'd do what you had to do. So stop making these stupid excuses. Um, anyway, you know that I can get on my tangents, guys. Okay, when I really feel strongly about something, 
gets a little wild over here. If you don't like it, unsubscribe from the podcast, but don't send me a message and ask me to stop swearing. Don't send me a message and say, can you say it nicely? No, I fucking can't. So get off the podcast. It's just not for you. Um, if you're sensitive and your feelings get hurt easy, this is not the podcast to tune into. Okay. So, um, back, so let's go back to the high ticket, low ticket kind of thing. I did start with low ticket because that's what I could get my head around. I also struggled for five years trying to sell low ticket. And there was a lot of reasons for that. It wasn't just what I'm going to share here, but like there was a lot of reasons for that. Right. Um, I think I, I also would have struggled with high ticket as well back then, just because of my lack of education, my lack of sophistication, um, my mindset, but I've always been resilient. Okay. I've always, I've never given up. I've always been very resilient and I've always been resourceful. I don't sit around and wait for anybody to tell me how to get shit done. I will figure it out nine hours before you can even think of how to tell me to figure it out. Like that's just how I operate. I'm not a sit around, wait, twiddle my thumbs. I don't put my livelihood and my, my bills being paid in anybody else's hands. Right. And I don't give that control away. Um, I take responsibility for what I want and I figure it out myself. So I've always been pretty resourceful. So I've been able to get where I am today um, in some very tough times, right? But I did start with low ticket. I had a really hard time with it. Um, I finally, you know, after selling some low tickets here and there and like, you know, learning a little more about my niche and, and what I was good at. And like, you know, you, you, you sell some things, you work with some people, you figure shit out, right? I did that for about five years. and. And then I really realized that I was playing so small because there was people that I felt at that time that I really could have made a bigger impact. Like at the time, obviously selling low ticket, you serve low level, low quality clients. And I don't care. I don't care who comes to me and is like, that's not true. Bullshit. Okay. Bullshit. You have low income, you have middle class and you have upper class. You have Goodwill, you have Gucci, you have Target, you have Walmart, you have food pantry, you know, you got Rolls Royce, Rolls Benz. Don't, don't try to tell me that there's not a quality difference. Okay. Um, the type of people that go into Goodwill are not the humans that go into fucking Gucci or drop, you know, their cash off or, or Mercedes Benz. Don't, don't try to tell me the difference of that. I'm not going to get into that. Um, it annoys me when I get on this topic because the only people that will kind of be like, that's not true. The only people that would do that are fucking ad pushers and low ticket sellers, period. All day, every day. That's what they'll do. Oh, that's not true. Really good, high level quality leads come up through my little low ticket funnel. And I'm like, yep, one in a million. One in every, what, 100,000? Like at the end of the day, and I'm going to get into the difference in the high ticket, low ticket, but it's not going to be in the way that everybody else is doing it. I'm going to share a way that's actually more logical um, so that we can just kind of come to some common ground here. And, and here's the thing that I'm saying too, there's nothing wrong with selling low ticket. I'm not even saying there's, that it's, there's no right, wrong, good, bad. There's no right, wrong, good, bad. I'm giving you my opinion, which I'm fucking entitled to, by the way. I'm giving you my opinion on what I think about high ticket, low ticket from my 20 years of experience. Okay. I've worked with thousands upon thousands of clients across $0 companies and nine figure companies. Um, multimillionaires have trained me to train their sales teams, to fix their group coaching programs, their high ticket group coaching programs, 
uh, trust me when I say I've done the gamut. I've been here a long time and I've done a lot of things. I've had amazing opportunities with multimillionaires that you all know the names of that run the show. Like I've been there, done that. So when I come here and I stand here and I say this, I'm not just coming from a place of, I've been in business for five years and I've run two programs. No, I'm not talking about that. Okay. I'm talking about two fucking decades in the game of, of hundreds of thousands of hours of hands-on practice. Okay. Inside multiple, multiple different types of companies. So I come here with a lot of experience and there's a psychology to sales. Okay. And if anyone wants to argue this with me, go get some sales education. There's a psychology in sales and there's a way that our brains function in sales, in investments, in value, in buy-in decisions, period. There's no one on the earth that can argue this because sales is 100% psychology, sales is 100% emotional, sales is 100% all about effective communication, period. In a nutshell, there's your sales training, okay? And so back in the day when I used to sell low ticket, um, I also had low quality messaging to support that low ticket, right? Because Mercedes Benz is not gonna put out $5 flash sales for a brand new Mercedes Benz. So I have a strong belief, okay? I don't put Goodwill pricing on my Gucci products because that's fucking stupid and nobody does that, right? Nobody does that. If you're pricing something low ticket, it's lower quality. And here's the thing, nobody would argue that with me because the truth of the matter is, if it was worth more, you'd charge more. You're, no one's gonna undercharge. No one's gonna be like, oh my God, this is the best offer in the whole fucking world. Let's undercharge. No one's, no one's doing that unless you are missing some screws upstairs. Nobody's doing that, okay? Gucci is not gonna be like, let's sell our purses, $5 flash sales. Bullshit, you've never seen it, you'll never see it. Rolls Benz, Mercedes Benz, um, you know, none of those going on fucking sale for peanuts because it would totally devalue their reputation and their brand and the quality of the service. No business owner is going to fucking cut their throat by undercharging. No one's going to do that. No business owner who's in business to make money is going to say, I'm going to create the best of the best of the best of the best and I'm going to under fucking charge for it. We're going to lose money on this. No fucking person's doing it. Nobody does that. You sell it at low ticket because it's not your best work, because it's not the best thing you could do with people. It's not your highest level quality product or service. If it was, you'd charge more. Okay, let's, let's compare this. You see these coaches out there, okay? You see these coaches who sell low ticket. Okay, they're probably known for low ticket. Let's just say they sell a lot of low ticket <laughs> and they're known to be a low ticket seller. Everything they sell is somewhere in this price range, right? So the whole audience can kind of figure out like, okay, I can afford to buy most of their courses they come up with every week because they're really cheap. <laughs> I don't do cheap, so that is not in my vocabulary, but nothing wrong with it. If you love cheap, go for it. Um, and so those same people selling that cheap, low ticket, low quality offers, okay? Um, the same people selling those you would have to pay thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to get one-on-one -on -one time with them or to get in a high-level mastermind with them, right? Why do you think that is? Because they know the difference. 
the little one-off course that's already created. It doesn't take any time. It's already done and done. It speaks to the lower quality broke audience who doesn't have a lot of money. It allows them to cash in on more or less broke people. It allows them to make some money on people that don't have a whole lot of money. If they did, they'd come buy their mastermind for 10,000, 20,000, 50,000. They'd buy their higher ticket offers because most of these low ticket sellers also have high ticket offers, okay? But that's not how they make most of their money. Well, part of it is because their audience is so fucking broke um, because they're running thousands of dollars a month on ads and they're just attracting peanut gallery. They're attracting all the bottom feeders that are coming in and scrounging up a few hundred dollars to spend on them. And then when they stick this five, 10, $20,000 mastermind with this amazing experience, that low fucking audience can't rise to the occasion. That low ticket, low quality audience can't wrap their head around big goals, big dreams, big investments. And it isn't anybody's fault. It's not good, bad, right, or wrong. It just is the psychology, period. You can't fucking argue psychology. It is what it is. These people buying these low ticket offers, 98% of them are low quality leads. 98% of them wouldn't have the fucking mindset, wouldn't have the balls, wouldn't even have the commitment to make an investment of five, 10, eight, 20, 30, 50, whatever thousand dollars and have a huge experience because that's not who you're attracted. It's not who you're talking to. You're talking to people who are like standing in the goodwill line, looking for the deal. They're hoping to get the bargain today, right? You're not talking to the fucking Louis Vuitton, Gucci, fucking, you're not talking to those people. Those are not people that are attracted to a fucking low ticket, cheap offer with a, a one-time hit. That's not, that's not who those Gucci shoppers, you know, um, Louis Vuitton shoppers, they're looking for value. They're looking for experience. That's why they fly, you know, private jets and shit because they're looking for experiences. Um, they're looking for value and they're, they want to build a reputation. They want to be seen a certain way in the public eye. Um, they want to reach a certain level of success in empowerment and things like that. And there's nothing wrong with any of this. There's just some people that are okay with like mediocre life. And there's others that they're not even going to sit and entertain that idea. And there's nothing good, bad, right, or wrong. And that's the thing I'm trying to get at as well. Like I'm not saying any of this is good, bad, right, or wrong. I'm saying it's different. And you as a CEO, as a business owner, need to understand the difference so you place yourself properly. And when I say properly, meaning for whatever your goals are. If you are somebody who wants to create community, culture, experience, transformation, results, recurring results, recurring revenue, generational wealth, um, you want to serve people at scale, at large, if you're really looking for an empire, if you're looking to go that route, stop selling low ticket because it doesn't speak to those kind of people, right? You, you know, you have to look at who you're attracting with your offer and your pricing. Again, not good, bad, right, wrong. There's plenty of people that will tell you and you can just look around. I don't even need to say this because you can see it. If you just look around, we all know who these people are. There's plenty of people online that have made a million dollars or a few million dollars or whatever selling low ticket. And there's a few things that you don't know and don't understand about behind the scenes of that. Like some of you don't know what it takes to make a million dollars selling anything, okay? But let me just kind of like shed some light here 
on what is required if you want to make, let's say, a million dollars on a low ticket offer. Uh, low ticket is under $1,000, $1,000 and under. It's a fucking low ticket. Um, and most of these people that are, are doing this strategy and making a million dollars, their offer isn't even a thousand. But again, you, you, you got to walk the gamut. We got people all over. We got some doing, you know, $97, $27 memberships. And then you got people, you know, or 57, 47, what the fuck ever. And then you got people that are doing, you know, two to 500. And then you got 500 to 999 or whatever, um, you know, low ticket, right? It's not thousands of dollars. When you look at a company like this, and I've been in the back end of multimillionaires who are doing this, and I've had to fix their shit because it's broke and they're almost bankrupt. Um, first and foremost, most of these people have very low profit margins. And I would say they're lying if they tell you they don't, um, because, and I'll tell you why, because in order to sell something at a very low cost, um, it's usually short-lived, which means someone pays you, they come in for a few weeks, they go, they're gone. That sale is gone and you start over. A group of people come in, pay you once or twice, a few times, then they're gone. And you just keep doing that over and over and over and over and over. And you just keep that hustle culture over and over and over and you can never stop because if you stop, your sales stop, okay? So you're selling this offer that is low ticket and low ticket is short lived, right? You don't invest in a low ticket and pay for it for six months to a year. It's usually a few weeks. So a few payments, right? At most, at most, some of them are just one-time payments, but at most it's a couple of, or a few small payments. And then that sale is done and that's gone. And you're on to the next, looking for your next group of people. So when you think about that, right? You need a lot of leads. If any low ticket seller out there tells you otherwise, so fucking totally lying to you. You need a lot of leads. You need leads constantly. You have to grow your audience at rapid speed and you cannot stop. If you take your foot off that gas pedal and tap that brake for just five seconds, you lose money. Massive, massive money. You have to maintain that momentum. So you need, and when I'm talking about leads, I'm not talking five people a month. You need hundreds a week, a day. Um, you need thousands per month constantly, depending on your goal, sales goals, obviously, and the price of the low ticket. So you need a lot, a lot of leads constantly. You cannot stop. You will lose sales when you stop. So when you're selling a low ticket, because it's usually a one and done or very short lived, you just need to constantly rapidly, act, I mean, rapidly fast, grow your audience. So how do people do? Well, we all know how people do that. They run Facebook ads. They run Facebook ads to an automated funnel that sells their low ticket offer. And there, again, there's nothing wrong with this. It's not very sustainable because guess where the business owner has all their eggs? All of their eggs are in Facebook ad basket, which is fucking stupid and very dangerous. Very fucking stupid and dangerous because that's not always gonna be here. And that could be taken away right now with no answer, no excuse, and you can do absolutely nothing about it. And I know this because nine figure company that I worked for actually had all of their Instagram and Facebook ads shut the fuck down overnight for absolutely no reason. And every one of their employee accounts, social media accounts got shut down. Every one of them. 
they, they, the whole company woke up and as all their accounts were shut the fuck down permanently. They had to start over. Now, the good thing is they make plenty of money because they sell lots of high ticket. Uh, they run ads, but they run it to high ticket, not low ticket. So there's a difference there, but they make plenty of money. That's why they're nine figures um, with multiple companies. And so they could just turn around and just open new accounts and start back up, right? Um, they also had other accounts like YouTube and, and Google and different email and things like that. So they're smart. They have other things to get back up and running. But for the average Joe, they don't have all that. And if they lost their ads account, they'd be fucking screwed. They'd be running around like chickens with their little heads cut off. So you're running all this these ads to this automated funnel, which by the way, that, that funnel didn't just make itself. That funnel didn't just pop there and happen and run smoothly. There's a, there's so much time behind the scenes, guys, of like testing and tweaking and changing as, as things change. Every time an algorithm changes, every time the market shifts, every time a strategy changes, these people got to go back and fix their funnels, change their ads. Ads, th this isn't a magical thing. People think, oh my God, I'm going to run an ad to an automated funnel and go live on the beach and I never have to work. Get the fuck out of here. What? Who the fuck has ever done that? No billionaire is going to ever tell you that's the case. Stop. That is stupid. Stop it. That's not even a thing and nobody's doing that. There's a lot of work behind the scenes to take an ad in a funnel and even make it work. Okay? So there's a lot of work there. A lot. And there's forever testing, tweaking, and refining. That doesn't, it's not one and done ever. It's never one and done. Um, and so they're doing this, they're paying thousands and hundreds of thousands, depending on their goals. Um, I've worked with everybody who does thousands a month and I've worked with people who do one to 200,000 a month on ads. Uh, I've been, like I said, I've been in all the companies and I've worked for them, I've consulted for them and I've worked for them. So I know what they're doing. I've been there, I'm helping them. And so depending on their, their sales goals and, and how many leads they're trying to drive into what, uh, these, th those numbers look different, but at minimum, it's thousands of dollars a month, minimum, towards just paid ads. Uh, and then usually they have team, they have funnel experts, copy experts, admin, VAs, all the things, right? Um, they might have designers and cur curriculum designers or program designers or course designers, whatever. Um, so they have this huge expense of these ads and they have to keep running those every month in order to just sustain what they've created. Not like get ahead, but just like sustain it even. And these people are coming in and pouring in and they're buying this low ticket thing and then they're off to the next low ticket offer from somebody else. And they just keep, I call these course hoppers or coach hoppers. They're people that just love to learn. They, they buy courses because they love to learn new things every week. And that's the only way they can stimulate their brains which is why they don't usually have a whole lot of results in their business because they're just going from one thing to another, to another, to another. There's no mastery. And science tells us, so we can't fight this, right? Science tells us that for any human in the world to master anything, they have to put a minimum of 10,000 hours of hands-on practice. So when someone's going from course to course, to course, to course, course, coach, 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 they're not fucking learning shit. They're just consuming. They're not actually learning anything. They're not applying it. And they're certainly not getting results. And if we also know that the stats tell us that over 90% of people never actually go through a complete curriculum, well, then you know that most of your clients and most of the people that come through your funnels, they're not going through your training curriculum, the thing they just bought. And over 90%, that's a stat. Over 90% don't ever even go through it. It just sits in their drive somewhere. 
and collects dust, right? Collects, you know, cookies or whatever. And they're just going from one thing to another. So what does that mean? It means that most, most, almost all, but most of the people that low ticket is attracting, they're not even going through the curriculum, which means they're not learning, they're not applying, which means they're not getting results. And this is very true. This is why if you look at most companies who sell low ticket, you'll see that out of every hundred, there might be one or two people successful. You know, you might be able to rant and rave about one or two people that hit the jackpot. But for the most part, most of those people aren't getting any results. The reason they can have so many testimonials is because they go through so many leads because they spend so much money on ads because they have to. There's no other way for them to sell that low ticket. You need a massive audience. Um, and so there's a lot of hustle culture with that. And I don't like hustle, hustle culture. So that's one thing I don't like about this strategy. Um, I'm not super high tech, meaning I don't like to rely that my bills are going to get paid because Facebook ads is going to allow me to run my ads this month. I'm good with that. I'm all fucking set. I'm not going to be controlled by Facebook ads. I'm also not going to be taken down by Facebook. Okay. So my family needs to eat. My bills need to be paid. And I have a lifestyle that I'm sustaining and I'm not stupid enough to put all of that in Facebook. No way, no how it ain't going to happen. And so I don't, I don't like hustle culture. Um, I, I work hard, but I'm not going to die at my desk and I'm not going to put the food on the table for my children tonight in Mark Zuckerberg's hands. It ain't going to happen or any of his bots for that matter. And so, yes, we use Facebook and yes, we use social media, but the strategies that we use and the type of offers we sell are not dependent on any of those platforms. We could do them anywhere on any platform in any way. And so um, my strategies are very timeless, okay? And so that's one, th those are a couple things I don't like is with low ticket stuff is one, it's very hustle culture and I'm just not into it. I have a life and I have a family and I also am not very tech. I'm not very like uh, high tech. I like high touch, low tech. So I'm opposite of hustle culture. Um, I, I like to rely on relationships versus technology because I'm smart. Um, okay, the next thing that I don't like about uh, low ticket is the type of people it attracts. Um, again, let's use real life. What type of people stand outside the Goodwill store? Uh, what type of people stand outside the pantry, the food pantry? What type of people stand outside of Gucci? What type of people are driving around in a Rolls Royce or a Ro uh, Mercedes Benz? Or um, what type of people wear Louis Vuittons and red bottom shoes? And what type of people are giving back to charities and, you know, feeding families and starting water wells and like, who's doing that? Not the broke people. And again, I'm not saying I come from broke. I'm not saying this good, bad, right, wrong. I'm saying you're not going to get fucking rich and you're definitely not going to stay rich trying to sell shit to broke people who don't have any money. The way that you're going to change the world is you work with the people who are already rich, who already have money and are already changing the fucking world. And you lock arms with those people and you all go change the fucking world. That's how you're going to do it. You're not going to get there by, by being at the top of the hill and sliding all the way back to the bottom and one by one trying to drag people by their hair to the top of the hill who don't even want to be there. That's not how you're going to get that's not how you're going to make a global fucking impact in the world. You want to make an impact in the fucking world. You want to change the generation, uh, the generational wealth. Then you need to work with big players. 
You need to work with the big players, the athletes of the world. You need to work with the people who are already doing this shit. And they're already at the top of the hill. And they certainly don't need you to come down to the bottom and drag their fucking ass up. Um, those are the types of people I like to work with. And low ticket offers and baby, baby products don't speak to those types of people because they're beyond that. They're so beyond that, right? It's like talking to someone who went from poverty to fucking wealth. They're not shopping at the same places anymore. They don't show up the same way. They don't make decisions the same way. They don't lead and live the same way. They're not doing what they did when they were fucking broke without a pot to piss in. They're living in mansions now. They're changing the fucking world. They're driving private, flying private jets. They don't fucking live in the same. They're changing the fucking world. And so I don't, um, I don't, I don't like the hustle culture. Um, and I also don't care for all the tech that comes with low ticket. Um, and I also don't want to work with and attract a bunch of broke people with no money who want to sit around and have pity parties and whine and cry about all their bullshit and drama and make a reason why a list of, uh, they write a whole fucking book on why I can't have what the rest of the world has. You don't have it because you don't fucking do nothing. I mean, that's just that. That's just that. There's no fucking excuse. Look around. Almost so many of the people that are so wildly successful today have come from unprecedented circumstances and they work their fucking ass off to get where they are. And it's an insult for people to sit around and, and have pity parties about their shit and make excuses. You have people with no fucking legs riding bikes. You have people with no fucking hands writing books. You have people who are blind, who are doing things people with fucking both eyes can't do. Don't make excuses. It's just, it's so cheap. That's not who I like attracting. I'm good with that. That, that those people are not gonna help me change the world. The, in order to help them change the world, we've got to, we got to focus on the big players who, who are invested and who have the money to invest so that we can make a big difference. And then we can throw some free shit down to the other people. And, you know, some are going to sink because they just don't care. And some are going to grab onto those opportunities and do something with it. And those people will eventually get to the top. And so that's how you change the world, right? You can't change people. So you can only help people who actually want to change. And it starts with the people already doing that, okay? So um, that, that's, that's how I feel about that. Um, the other thing with low ticket is I just, I, I don't do cheap. I don't buy cheap. I don't invest in cheap. I don't want a cheap coach. I don't want a cheap course. I don't want a cheap experience. Um, I don't want it. I don't buy it. I don't invest in it. I'm not even interested in it. So why would I sell it? I'm not, it's just not the, the room I want to be in. The room I want to be in is with the rich and wealthy. People that are actually creating generational wealth and global change in the world. And they're actually giving to charities and doing something with all that money. That's who I want to focus on. Okay. Uh, that's the rooms I want to be in. The people that are going after building real fucking relationships and transformation. I want to be in those rooms. Okay. So I need to uh, attract those types of people. Okay. The other thing is I love one of the most important things. I love high profit. I think you're dying business. If your profit is low, you are dying business. If your profit is low, if you are spending out more money than you're making, if you're spending out over half of what you're making, I, I just think the more profit you have in your business, the more success and sustainability and predictability that you have. And so for me, uh, investing in all that ad spend just to get some, like, it's just not worth it from, especially, especially with the control that Facebook has. 
um, over your livelihood. <laughs> I'm not putting my eggs in that basket. I'm way too smart for that. Um, the other thing is, you know, um, I don't want to spend out that kind of money on a strategy that could be pulled out from under me at any second. Um, I like to have high profit margins, so I like low overhead. And so when, when people say, yeah, but the things that you do, like do, you do the DMs and that's not scalable and you do high ticket group coaching programs and you have to be in them 24 seven and that's not scalable. Well, that's not true because I don't do any of that. Um, I hire humans to do the things that low ticket people hire technology to do. Uh, I have humans that can grow my audience. I have humans that do my DMs and close my high figure $10,000, $20,000 sales in a DM with no sales call and no sales page. Um, I have people who do that. I built it and then I train people to do it. So yeah, totally scalable. I take CEO week off every week. Um, I work, you know, I do two coaching calls a week in my, my coaching programs. Um, that's it. I don't do my sales. I don't do the call. I, I, I don't. Because we've, we've built sustainable business model that's built on human connection, building relationships and human to human, not tech to human, um, which is not sustainable because you don't own it. You don't control it. And you can't just apply that to any platform, right? Facebook ads is Facebook ads. So um, that's that part. The other thing too, is just like the type of people that come into low quality offers, low ticket offers, they're low quality. They're low quality. You can't argue it. We have high ticket, low ticket. There's a reason they're called two different things. Low ticket is called low because it's lower quality. Again, like I said at the beginning, no business owner who's building a business to make money is going to fucking cut their own throat and be like, let's build this $10,000 offer and we'll sell it for 200. Nobody's doing that. They're selling it according to the value of it. It's cheap. It's not their best work. It's not everything. It's not all the way. It's just, it's a little something. It's a little taste. It's a little thing. It's not like, again, it's, it's no different than if you go to Whole Foods or you go to the food pantry. Two different things. Low quality, high quality. You guys can compare this to life. And the funny thing is, is these low ticket sellers know this because they're wearing red bottoms, because they're taking vacation and trips, fancy, luxurious ones. They're buying Whole Foods for their fucking family. They're buying... Louis Vuitton, they know what the fuck I'm talking about. They just don't like to admit it because they're like, fuck it, and shut up. <laughs> because I sell this low ticket and shut up, <laughs> but I'm right, but I'm right. Because if you look at life and you look at how they live their life, it logically makes sense. They're, they're, the thing they're selling is just, it's a low quality. Um, and there's nothing wrong with it. It's not good, bad, right, wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. Do you, boo, do you, do whatever the fuck you want. I'm just telling you what I, what I think the differences are. Now, if we switch over to high ticket, what I love about high ticket, it's the opposite of all low ticket. <laughs> um, you have a high ticket, you get paid more and you attract higher quality people, like people with money, people with big goals, people who are already doing shit, people who are already moving, grooving, they've already got some momentum going, they've already accomplished some stuff, they have sophistication, they have a business acumen, they have a fucking good mindset. Um, you know, they have mission and values and goals and they're going all the way. They're going big with or without you, right? They're, they're doing it and they want generational wealth. They want impact globally. They want to have big transformation. They want amazing experiences. They want to be in the rooms with fucking very successful, smart, sophisticated people. So they're never the smartest in the room. 
um, there's certain things that people with money want. It's a psychology and you cannot argue it. You cannot argue it. There's, there's a certain level of life and experience that these people want who invest big in their lives. Rather, it's the Louis Vuitton, the Red Bottoms, or it's the team, or it's the fucking house, or the private jet, or it's the fucking coaching and mentorship. They're just going for more. They want to go for bigger. They're always thinking so big, right? And they're not those little tiny people. Where's the $27 Instagram cheat sheet that's going to make me a million dollars overnight so I don't have to talk to humans and I can just go live on the beach? They're not. That's not how these people operate. I cannot stand that, and I'm not going to work with people like that. Um, I also don't want people, I, I believe so deeply in my work and what I teach that I don't want people to come in and abuse it. And I don't want people to come in and not learn it and apply it and actually create results with it. I want people that are going to do good with my work because I work fucking hard on my work. So I'm not selling it for fucking peanuts at the peanut gallery. And I'm not going to fucking slash my fucking prices just to get sales. I'm making a million dollars and I'm doing it with fucking leaders, with global impactors, with transformation type people. I'm doing it with the big players. I'm doing it. We're actually creating fucking change in the world. We're actually creating generational wealth and fucking time freedom and real, real results worth talking about. And my fucking profit margins are through the roof. And my strategies are timeless. You can do them anywhere. And that's that's my vision. That's my mission. Okay? Again, not good, bad, right, or wrong. It's just totally different things, right? And I, you know, you can make millions either way. It just doesn't look the same, right? One is very hustle culture. And one, you need to rise to the fucking occasion. You need to position yourself as high level, as a leader, as an influencer. And you need to, you need to have a certain mentality and you need a certain mindset to do that. And not everybody has that. Not everyone has that. Um, I think also there's a lot of people very uneducated on what high ticket requires, but you don't need as many sales. You don't need as many leads. You can have, you know, 10, 20 conversations and close a couple of, you know, 10, 20, $50,000 sales right in your fucking DMs. No sales page, no call, no funnel, no ad, no fucking nothing. You can just talk to people and close sales all day and get referrals. And the thing that I believe in for me is relationships. That's what I care about. I care about the human to human. Um, the people that are doing low ticket and they're just driving these fucking massive ads into these low ticket programs, you know, they, they're going for the dollars. They're going for the money because they know damn well most of the people don't fucking go through that curriculum because over 90% don't go through curriculums, even in our high ticket programs. 90% of our clients do not go in our curriculum. I bet they can all tell you that if we pulled them. 90% of them will tell you. We don't go through the curriculum. But in a high ticket offer, we have live components so and we have accountability coaches so we can bring the curriculum to our clients and we can lovingly nudge them and force them to go through it. But if we just sit back and depend on them to do it by themselves and on their own, they're not going to because science tells us different. They're not going to. So when you sell a low ticket that's very hands-off like that, you're, you're just going for the money because you know that the stats tell us over 90% don't go through your curriculum. They can't learn the lesson and apply it and get the result if they're not going through it. And we know that. Again, there's nothing wrong with it, but there's just some people that are just going for the dollars 
And then there's other people that actually want to make a real impact. And they want to create real rooms and real transformation with real relationships. That's totally two different things. Those are not the same things. Those are not the same things. And so my focus is not to sell to the broke people in my audience. That's not my, that's not my jam. And I'm not going to do it. I don't care. Go to somebody else. That's not my thing. Come to me when you're ready to play big. Right? If you're in the little leagues, I'm not your coach. I, you come to me when you're ready to actually fucking play a real game. But for middle leagues, go to someone selling low ticket offer and go binge a bunch of free shit and see how fast and far that gets you. That's all good, but it's not what I do. And so I, I like the idea that I don't need to throw money at ads. I don't need to have hundreds of thousands of people in my audience. And I don't need to chase and start over on my sales all the time. I don't need to hustle culture every week, every month in order to sustain what I've built. Because in, a, in my high ticket program, clients are with me longer. Clients are with me two to five years. I make one sale and that one person stays with me and pays me for two to five years. Why would I not do that? Why would I go to a one-off low ticket offer when I could do that? I have one human pay me for two to five years, thousands of dollars, high ticket. Why would I not do that? Those are the types of people I like to attract. Those are the people I like to work with. Because they go off and they do really good with the work I teach them and they go off and create the same thing. Generational wealth, global impact. They go make big change in the world, right? They, they're attracted to it, which is why they're in my programs. And they're also going to go do good work with what I teach them. And so I'm not looking for this pyramid scheme of, you know, low ticket offers. Let me teach you how to build a low ticket offer. And you're all just doing low ticket offer. Like I'm not, that's not my thing. I want actual real transformation, global impact and generational wealth and freedom and, and experiences and culture and, and relationships and human to human connection. And that's everything I've always been. And so everything in my company and my programs to make our millions of dollars is based on that period. And I work far less than these people that are running these ads and, and low ticket offers. And trust me, they're the, the energy that consumes their brains of having to constantly create and run ads and change ads and tweak this and change a funnel, create another funnel, create another course and create another like, oh my gosh, get another group of sales, get another group of sales. Like, I'm not doing it. I'm fucking sleeping while they're doing that. I'm not doing any of that shit, right? We have a couple of programs and we just pour all our time, money, and energy into making them better and better and better and better for our clients and faster and faster and faster. And we just continue to get better at bringing in the right types of people and weeding out all the rest. And um, we have no hustle culture and we have extremely low tech. The biggest tech we have is our sales database. Um, and that's it. We don't run funnels. We don't run paid advertising. If we did do paid ads, it'd be to a high ticket offer. It'd be to a high ticket DM sales conversation, just like we do now. Uh, we don't have sales pages. We close every high ticket sale, which is 10 to, 10 to 20 ish thousand dollars. Uh, we close all those right in the DMs, no sales page, no sales conversation. It doesn't even need to be had. Um, when you get really good at just building relationships and, and, communicating a high ticket offer that is high experience and it's, it's high end. Um, the right people, they're high ticket buyers. High ticket buyers don't need a sales page. They don't need a funnel with 50 emails. They don't need to think about it. And they're certainly not buying low ticket. That's the difference. You have to remember the psychology in a low ticket buyer versus a high ticket buyer. They're not the same people, which is why you have low ticket and high ticket. Again, you can't argue what I'm saying here. Just it fucking makes it's in the, it's in the proof, right? That's why it's called low ticket, high ticket, because 
low, low quality people buy low ticket, high quality people buy high ticket. Uh, they're two different psychologies. They think differently, do differently, they just are different. Not good, bad, right, or wrong, just different. I've said this the whole time, just different people. And so I really prefer to lean on and put my energy toward the people that are gonna go do good things with what I teach them and they're gonna go make a difference. Because if they're not gonna do that, there's no fucking point in what I'm doing. Because I did not start my business just to put money in my pocket. I started this so that I have kids and I want them to have a different life. And I want people to do good with my work and go make a difference in the world so we can make a difference in the fucking world. And that's for all generations to come. And we can't do that if the people that we're teaching are not getting the lesson and they're not applying and they're not changing and they're not getting any results and they just keep doing that, then we're not really making any difference. The only thing you're doing is making money for your own pocket. And to me, that's, that's not really doing any good in the world. If you're only making money for yourself, no, no real impact. Well then, you know, to me that, that wouldn't be really, I'd just go get a job. That wouldn't really be worth it. But there are people that are just in this for the money. And that's okay. That's that to each their own. Um, I am not. And so that's the difference between some of us, right? And I'm not saying everyone that sells low ticket is just in it for the money. But I'm saying if they don't have a high ticket offer, they're just in this for the money. Because no, no one's getting, again, a couple out of every few hundred maybe are getting some kind of result worth talking about. Um, because it's just the difference. It's just the difference in a low ticket versus high ticket. That's why there's low ticket and high ticket. They're not the same thing. They're different. Um, and they, they are, they do attract a different type of person. Um, people that invest more money, psychology, science tells us people that invest bigger or go bigger or do bigger tend to show up bigger and be more in because they have skin in the game because they're serious, because they're really committed. They're not dabbling. They don't just like have one foot in, one foot out, like low ticket people. People that are scared and comfortable and safe and they don't take risks and they, they don't make big investments and they don't do big moves and they don't make big decisions and they're not going for anything big. They don't typically contribute very much to the world. And so those are just not the types of people that I want to bring into my programs because I don't want to sit in a room with people who just want to fucking bitch and gripe and fucking complain all goddamn day and they're not doing anything. Like my, my, my work would be pointless to them. It wouldn't make any difference. And so that's just not, that's not what I'm here for. And so I think that that's the real difference. It, it's more the psychology um, I think a lot of people lean toward low ticket because they think that they'll get more sales. But in fact, you need a much larger audience to keep doing that. Um, and then, you know, you need to pour money. That's going to take money. Where are you getting that audience, right? You can't just go slim pick one here and one there, you know, organically. And we do everything organically, but we don't need hundreds of thousands of people in our audience to make our seven figures and plus. We don't need to do that. It's, it's relationships with high quality leads that invest 10, 20 plus thousand dollars every time we talk to them. Um, and they'll do that for two to five years. That's how we're making our money. And again, it's who you're talking to, right? So um, I don't want to hire people in my company to run ads or to set up funnels and have to deal with all that hustle culture. I hire people that are going to serve my clients and help them win and get across the fucking finish line. 
that's what I do. I hire success coaches and accountability coaches who help my clients get across the motherfucking finish line. And then and the, that's the back end. On the front end, I hire people that are going to bring me those motherfucking business athletes. You're going to qualify them and you're going to send them and you're going to close them into our fucking programs. That's where I put my money. My money goes on people. My money goes on humans. And I've been this way since the day I started my business. Um, I've never chased the trends. I've never been on the funnel fucking train. I've never been on the ad train. And there's nothing wrong with ads. If I did run ads, it would be to a high ticket. But I would never stop the organic human-to-human strategies that I do now because they work timelessly, no matter what's going on in the world. I know many of multimillionaires right now who are not seeing the sales. Their sales have drastically dropped and they're not hitting their goals and they're not maintaining what they normally do in this time of, of ec- economic contraction. And a lot of it is very because, very dependent and because of, you know, ads, uh, funnels, strategy, technology, and the way people are buying. Humans are buying differently right now. And this is impacting some of that these low ticket funnels that people have been so successful with, right? And again, I'm not having that problem because I've never built a business on ads and funnels and low ticket anything. So I don't have that issue. We are still, our sales are still soaring. Um, And so we haven't had that issue. We didn't have it during COVID and we certainly don't have it during the recession right now. Um, We are not having any of those dips and drops and oh, wow, my my sales are much lower right now. We're not having that because of the way that we work with clients and the type of people we work with. Um, and so I do believe that, you know, um, you need to position yourself wherever feels good for you in the market. If you want to be low ticket, then go position yourself there. If you want to be high ticket, then you need to position yourself there and you need to get training on how to up level your mindset and your sales game, because you can't be insecure and you can't be, uh, feel unworthy of pricing and then think you're going to charge high ticket and it's going to sell. Um, and you also need to understand sales psychology. You need to learn how the brain is operating and how sales and the brain work together. Um, otherwise, you're going to work against it and you're just going to come up against, you know, objections and stuff. So there's a lot, you know, everything to do with sales is psychology. It all comes back to psychology. It's proven science. You can't find it. No technology, no funnel is going to beat it. There is no workaround. Sales is psychology. Um, you know, and so again, you can increase your, your conversions in a high ticket or a low ticket if you get better at sales psychology. Um, you know, but I think it's just, you need to know where you want to be positioned and you need to know what your goal is. If your goal is just to put money in your pocket, then put your money where your mouth is and go run fucking hundreds of thousands of dollars in ads to a fucking funnel and hire the people to make that motherfucking funnel work because it has to work and those ads have to be stellar. Go get the people and go put your money where your mouth is and go get the people and go get the leads and hire the people to help you do what you don't know how to do and get those things fucking working and then just make money. If you want to make a difference and you want to make an impact and you want to create general generational wealth and you want to, you want the people that come in your programs to do good with the work that you teach them, then consider a high ticket and focus on building relationships and build a buyer's list and focus on having real conversations with real humans who have real problems. And that's your focus. There's Again, there's no right, wrong, good, or bad. They're just different. And you need to understand as a CEO, if you're placing yourself at Gucci or Goodwill, or if you're placing yourself at Whole Foods or the food pantry. Again, no right, wrong, good, bad, just different. 
and you need to know where you're placing yourself because some of you are confused. You want the high ticket, but you're selling the low. You want the high-end experience, but you're selling low-quality shit and you're talking to low-quality people and um, they don't value what you're talking about, right? It's all psychology, guys. It's all psychology and you need to educate yourself on that so that you can understand the game of sales because sales is a game of psychology and if you don't learn it, you're just going to have a hard time. Okay, that, that's my thoughts. I could just, I could probably do 50 episodes around this. I have so much thoughts around it and I believe so deeply uh, in what I do and, and, and the high ticket for so many of the reasons I shared here today, but others as well. Um, I hope this was insightful. I hope it, hope it was helpful and I hope it got rid of anybody that doesn't belong here. All right, guys, I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Confident Closer podcast. If you loved this episode, we release episodes each and every week. So make sure to hit subscribe and leave us a five-star review. If you're a female coach, service provider, or consultant looking to elevate your sales and leverage your time more efficiently, we are currently accepting applications into our Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind. In the Profitable Entrepreneur Mastermind, we're putting you in the room with other high-achieving coaches who are scaling their income and impact and leveraging their CEO time so they can have a business and life they love without the hustle and sacrifice we all know as normal. We focus on scaling sustainable and highly profitable programs, your conversion and launch strategy, a repeatable sales pipeline, and scaling with profit-driving sellers so you can get your time back. If simplifying your scale, putting more profit in your pocket, and getting your time back while creating a bigger impact in the world is on your radar this year, send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram and let's see if the Profitable Entrepreneur could be your next best investment. And I hope to see you on the inside.